1: taught it at least physically don't know about mentally I'm here in. I'm here I'm doing great just watched one of the best what dual
2: performances of all time in NBA finals history ah feels good to be back well, I'm, just, I'm just
1: can we can we talk about the finals for a few minutes obviously it's a Warriors show you know people aren't here to hear us uh talk about others yeah fuck it they're going to hear it anyway uh, this has not been enjoyable honest basketball on both sides. Miami, Denver. You know, the, the minimal grifting. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy grifts a little bit. A little but, bit. No. Oh. But he's not a grifter by nature. His game is not grift only. I think it's I think it's enjoyable. I think it's it's the type of basketball that I enjoy. It is 100% basketball that I love. Um
2: it is basketball that when you watch both teams, striking to me, and the Warriors are included in this, uh, striking to me how much of this series is simply about basketball. Is Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson talking about anything else? I'm actually enjoying Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson on, on a call, and I don't think that's happened in, I don't know, 15 years, because they have no choice, because there's nothing else to talk about. They can't talk about... Steph's legacy. They can't talk about LeBron as the greatest player of all time. They can't talk about, you know, any of this bullshit that doesn't matter. All they have to do is talk about the, uh, the, the Nuggets, the Heat, what they actually have to do defensively to win. What is Jokic going to do against his own? I don't, just basketball,
1: dude. It's just basketball. It's amazing. Who would have thought just talking about the game might actually interest people. I saw I saw some numbers on ratings and whatever well, that really means, but it seems like people are enjoying it too. Yeah, that's interesting. I was a little shocked, right? Kind of the same ratings uh, that the Warriors and Celtics uh, uh, had last year. That's pretty cool. I don't know if I fully buy it, but I do buy that people are are into it. I think uh, you know, I, I use my dad as a as a litmus test, you know, because he'll he right. text me, um, just you know, random random stuff, and it'll be all over the place, and he's like, oh wow this is really good oh wow this Jokic! i didn't know this Jokic guy was that good oh jimmy butler i didn't know he was that good and then you know just kind of into it and um you know it's i don't know the, the dude will watch whatever if it's compelling stuff you know you know what i'm saying no. and i mean that uh in in the most sincere way possible which is to say if the product is good if the, if the basketball is good people will get into it you don't need the uh, the histrionics of like legacy and top 5 lists 24/7
2: <laughs> which is i think where the where the nba is always going and ironically i think nikola jokic is playing like a uh, a top 10 player of all time right now so i mean he's not there obviously you got to win a couple more but who this is something special i i tweeted this out in the middle of the game but doesn't it make it so stupid that we talked about Joel Embiid as a better basketball player in the regular season. I'm not even talking about like MVP because maybe Embiid deserved it, but we were having conversations <laughs> about Joel Embiid as a better player and it was just never true, Sam. It was not a day in the last 3 years was that ever true? Nikola Jokic is so damn good. He is the best player in the world right now. He's number 1.
1: He is. And you know what I you know what I thought about? This is actually Steph's fault. Because for Years, people are saying, oh, Jokic, w- w- wait till the playoffs come around. And they put him in pick and roll, and he doesn't have an answer. And there's really only one player who can potentially do that to Jokic. And that just happens to be a player he's played in the playoffs multiple times. Steph Curry. There's no other player on earth who is that lethal off the bounce who can actually expose Jokic in space to the point where point. what they're doing to him defensively matters more than what he's doing offensively. You know what I'm saying? Like it, LeBron's not doing that. We saw that, that the broom came out, you know, um, you know, Jimmy's not doing that. Most of the other start Giannis, Giannis would affect the game in different ways, but he's certainly not going to expose Jokic in space. You know, there's really only one guy who does that. And he doesn't have to play that one guy this year. Uh, but I, the narrative that Jokic, like, in the playoffs, it's overblown. He has one bad matchup, and and lucky enough for us, uh, that guy's on the Warriors. Yeah, although you put last year's Warriors team against this
2: year's Denver team. That's a great series, right? That's a six-game correct. Run. So, hell, maybe we'll see it next season, but this
1: is what you see. Th- this
2: feels like the Nuggets are the better team, but you never know what the Miami Heat. We'll, we'll see. I mean,
1: I do think, yeah, it, this is Denver's series, but it would not surprise me if Miami won game four. I had Nuggets in six. It also would not surprise me if they forced a game seven because they're they're everything the 2023 Warriors are not, which that's is correct. tough, and they keep fighting. So, correct. By the way, shout out Christian Braun. But I was told a rookie couldn't play. It's <laughs> like that's oh. Warriors
2: fans' favorite player this series to talk about, right? Like that's the <laughs> that's the player that relates right back to the Warriors because it's very much a. Look at and by the way, is it Braun or is it Brown? Why do they keep pronouncing it Christian Brown? I think it's super weird, but whatever.
1: I don't know. Uh, I, I keep hearing Brown, and and there's a Bruce Brown. <laughs> it's Braun. How can
2: it not I be Braun? Know. How can it not be Braun? Ryan Braun, you remember Ryan Braun? It's the same, it's Correct. the same name. Exact How can same. It not be Braun?
1: Exact same spelling. We're we're calling him Braun. You know, if his uh family member wants to tweet at us that we messed it up, they can. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> but Christian but Braun. Anyway. Christian Braun. Um, I like
2: him. I mean, it's a it's a guy that the Nuggets, I feel like, identified as as kind of a role player. I mean, look, direct comparison to Kaminga, that's what Warriors fans want to talk about. Totally different players, right? Christian Brown seems like someone that knows that he's probably not gonna be a superstar. Probably was never a superstar. Doesn't he doesn't he kind of feel like that Moses Moody type of player versus a Kaminga type of player? So kind of the perfect role guy that the Denver Nuggets need, and he was great tonight as a as a rookie. Typically, he has a little more off the balance than I think that that KCP has, and damn, he has some elite defensive potential too. So, um, little, I don't know. He seems willing to play the role. I don't know if the Warriors have guys yeah. like
1: that right now. A little Austin Reeves, a little KCP, kind of a little bit of both of them in my in my opinion. Um, but I, th- I think he's interesting because the draft's in two weeks, and I know the overwhelming sentiment I get from Warrior fans is, "I don't care enough young guys," right? <laughs> and I, and I get it. Um, I don't like, you know, they don't need another young guy for the sake of a young guy. But like my only thing, Christian Braun is he was the 21st pick. So right in the range, the Warriors are picking three year college guy. He's 22 years old. He's ready to play a role in a rotation. He was an 82 game player for them all year. He has not played all playoffs. Some series he's played more. Some he's played less. If the Warriors could get a guy like that, that's useful. It does not solve all their issues. But my issue at this stage with them is enough with the home run swings. Enough with the the tools are through the roof. Um, he might bust, but he could be, you know, uh, Hakeem. That sort of thing, right? Like, try just hitting a single. Try just getting a dude who you think will be a 10-year NBA player but maybe we'll never be more than a, you know, KCP is like the, the ceiling he can be, right? That's kind of if they're going to keep the pick, just do something like that. Cause I don't need another tools or through the, you know, like Ryan Rupert is the name that comes to mind. He's in their range. Um, I'll read this guy and report to you 6'7, 7'3 seven, seven, wingspan, untapped potential, mm-hmm. yeah. playing overseas, but not really playing kind of just on the bench, but you know, scouts think he could be the next Ingram or Mikel bridges or something like that, but he doesn't really play. Like, I don't need you to take another guy with tools. Who's going to be shuttled between Santa Cruz and the warriors. And we go into year three and we're still not sure what they are. And they're 19 years old at that same time.
2: Yeah. I mean, that sounds awful. I mean, he may, he may end (laughs) up, he may end up being
1: amazing, but that sounds like an awful fit for the warriors. Yeah. Um,
2: If you're gonna do that, if you're gonna draft someone like that, you better you better tell me. And I'm look, I'm not saying that he's a bad player, but you draft someone like that, you better trade some guys. Like Kaminga better not be on that team then. You better be traded for a guy like OG Adanobi. Don't need
1: need 17 projects on the team at one time. Yeah, if
2: that's the case, then go trade Steph. You know what I mean? It's like go go pick something, which is the theme of this offseason that we're gonna talk about pretty much every show is pick a path. Pick a (laughs) path, whatever that path is. It's not that rookies can't play, but the rookies that the Warriors drafted haven't been able to play. I don't even know where we put like Patrick Baldwin Jr. Like he's not, he's not really a project, but he's definitely not ready to play NBA basketball. But yeah, he's got, like, he's got some tools. Yeah, yeah, right. He was pretty, I mean, he's so bad on defense. But it's like, is he going to play next season, Tim? Like, do we even, can we even project him to play more than 10 minutes again? Ge- or not even 10 minutes. Should we even project him to play? across uh, above Santa Cruz, right? So that's that's another guy that we haven't talked about at all. That's a roster spot right there. And I haven't even talked about Ryan Rollins yet who I mean, I mean Jesus Christ. Why is that why is that kid even on the team? Uh so it just you know they, they've got to choose they've got to figure that out.
1: Just too excited. I mean they're this would be me in the front office not gonna lie to you. How many times have I texted you some random prospect that I like God, God. I'm I'm fucking fucking 65 year old Joe Lake up here only I don't have the power I'm just I'm just getting weird (laughs) four in the morning (laughs) I mean Um, you're
2: talking talking about a Ryan Rupert I'm thinking about like a a movie critic
1: dude like this guy apparently plays (laughs) overseas for I don't even know what you're talking about yeah we'll we'll do more draft stuff but I feel like um, the bigger the bigger thing that matters is like you know as you said pick a lane Figure out if you're going to compete next year and make decisions in line with that, because this entire year was like, you want to call it arrogant, arrogant to think you could do all those different things at one time is probably the best way to describe what they did. Right. Yep. Yep. yep.
2: Um, and, and, and to bring it back to the finals and Christian mm-hmm. Braun, Christian Braun is not, they're not relying on him to do anything, right. They, they win the game tonight. It's, Because of Jokic and and Jamal Murray, who are unbelievable, they got a good game from Christian Braun, but they didn't need Christian Braun to be amazing tonight to win that game. Christian Braun didn't even play in some of these games in the postseason. They're not relying on him at all. He's not a sixth man, he's not a seventh man. They've got guys like Bruce Brown to do that job. They even had Reggie Jackson come in tonight. Even Jeff Green, who's been in the league for 20 years, plays consistent minutes for them. So, Christian Braun, as much as we love to talk about him being like a rookie guy that can play, He's a nice to have for the Denver Nuggets right now. He is not someone that they need to play minutes. And the yeah. Warriors have felt like this season needed Kaminga and needed Moses Moody to be good. And Wiseman also wasn't to start the season to play good.
1: Yeah, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Moody uh, in the Maverick series the year before. The Warriors didn't need Moody to win that series. But because they like the matchup, they threw him in there and he gave him consistent minutes, you know. Um, That's kind of the way young players need to be depended on. So, I I don't know, probably preaching to the choir with you. But it's time to figure out your roles. You can keep the pick if you want. I just better not see seven players on rookie contracts next year. That's really all I care about. You know, if you're going to trade a couple of the young guys but you think there's a sleeper at 19 you want, fine by me. If you want to trade the 19 and something else to get the veteran to stabilize your bench, also fine by me. Do not just add another rookie to this and sign, um, I don't know, Patty Mills to vet minimum and be like, see, we got our vet leader. We're good to go. You know? Patty uh, Mills, I,
2: not a bad signing. Not a bad it, signing. It, don't mind he, it.
1: He is a warrior player. Uh, if he's still got anything left in the legs. Yeah, that's but, true.
2: <laughs> this week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Factor. I just got back from Asia, spent a month eating the, the most amount of food that I could eat. I don't know if I gained five pounds. I don't know if I lost five pounds. All I know is I need to eat healthier, uh, and I'm going to do that using Factor. Uh, now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you feel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. You can elevate eating at home with our new upscale surf and turf and surf and surf meal options like roasted garlic, filet mignon and shrimp and Cajun spice shrimp and salmon. Man, that sounds amazing. Um, we also offer a delicious flavor packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie smart. I know that's I know that's you vegan and veggie and protein plus prepared by chefs and uh, improved by dietitians each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can also add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. Head to factormeals.com lightyears5050 and use lightyears50 to get 50% off your first box. That's lightyears50 at factormeals.com lightyears50 to get 50% off your first box.
1: Speaking of guys who have. I was waiting for this topic. Maybe not a lot left in the legs. Uh, Friend of the show. Warrior. uh, Is he a top three enemy of the the career? Chris Paul. Um, Chris Paul. Woj reports that the Suns are going to wave him. Sham says they're exploring um, waving versus trading. The cliff notes are this. The Suns have no avenues to add players to their roster. Only half of Chris Paul's money is guaranteed. So if they waive him, they clear some money to sign some other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could waive him potentially and re-sign him on a veteran minimum. So it's like a, a way around the cap to like keep Chris Paul and add someone else. They also run the risk of someone else getting him in the process, but Long story short, they want to use Chris Paul as an avenue to add players because we saw them. Whatever you think of Katie and Booker, they're obviously still good players. They had no one outside of those guys, Aiton and Chris Paul. So, Where do we go with this topic?
2: I'm so excited to do (laughs) like 10 minutes on this at the very least. Chris Paul, at this point in his career, when I watch him this regular season, he could still play. Undoubtedly, he could still play. He's still very good. Maybe he shouldn't have the ball in his hands that much anymore, but he's still a great leader on the floor for a team. Maybe not the Suns anymore just because they got two guys that can play on the floor, but maybe if you put him on a team that like a Boston Celtics, if I were them, I would love it. Milwaukee Bucks, right? It might even be a better choice, actually. And then, obviously, you think about the Golden State Warriors but i just don't know if chris paul is ever going to be the guy that says i'm going to come off the bench and certainly not come off the bench for his rival steph curry is that a good fit for the warriors if he we were willing to yes but that seems like like a half percent chance of happening it would also require him to what take a veteran minimum i guess he's going to get paid 15 million anyway there is
1: right there is another way you are correct he is going to get paid 15 million regardless what's the other
2: way what, what am I not thinking? The of?
1: other way is they do not waive him. They make a trade. And you're going to have to give me just a split second here as I pull this off.
2: Is there a second name here that I'm missing?
1: There there might be an option here, which the Suns would be able to add another guy who can, who's just a pure hooper. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> oh uh, little Jordan Poole. For Chris Paul action, this would be very expensive for Joe Lacob. But Chris Paul is a free agent next year, so you'd essentially be throwing away Jordan Poole. for one year of Chris Paul. This is and hilarious. then a clear, clear your books for eternity. <laughs> so you know, you know, you know, you know like I, when I think about it, trading Jordan Poole. I would like to get back a player they could hold on to for a few years, but. In my heart of hearts, I know if they trade Jordan Poole for Chris Paul and Chris Paul's running the second unit, they're going to probably win the title. a title. They're going to be very good. <laughs> that, I and, mean, obviously, I stay healthy. But. And is it okay to just go for one? Oh, the chat's so disgusting. I know. I, oh, I, I was just going to say,
2: can I read the <laughs> chat out real quick? He's LOL. knew it. it. No. Disgusting face. I hate this. Be a family man. Yikes. No way. Please, <laughs> no. Fam- disgusting. Family man that was the best that's the best one. unanimous hatred unanimous hatred for the Chris Paul to the Warriors move okay in all seriousness I respect all your guys um (laughs) boo uh, principles but yeah go ahead I don't I mean Joel Jacob's not gonna do this I mean he's not gonna give away a, a a kid who still is very valuable in the NBA Jordan Poole for one year of a guy that I don't know, probably can't stay healthy for more than 50 games in a basketball season. Definitely can't stay healthy in the postseason. Um, How are you going to play? Is he going to start? Is he going to want to close? Right. He's tiny. Are you going to play him and Steph at the same time? Like all these obvious questions are going to arise if the Warriors are going to have this conversation. I just I don't think it's a realistic situation, but I also don't think Chris Paul is at the stage yet where. I don't know. I you watch Kyle Lowry tonight and Chris Paul's better than Kyle Lowry in, in his prime. He's but, old
1: he's still older than Lowry. But yeah.
2: I know, but you know Lowry's washed, right? And he's really only able to play these bench minutes um for a contending team. does not feel like Chris
1: Paul's at that stage yet. Even though Chris Paul's He, well, should, 40. he should You are you are correct, but he should be. Cuz I I'm, I'm that's in my mind I'm watching Lowry. I'm like, "Oh my god, if Chris Paul's willing to be 20 minutes of that guy off the bench, that's literally the perfect signing for the Warriors. And quite frankly, like most teams who have title aspirations, because he's still a winning player. Right. Um, But, but will he do it to your point? I don't know. I think, I think, I think you're probably right. I think he's looking at it. Like either I'll go back to Phoenix and I did them a favor, or I'm going to go to, uh, like you said, Boston or Milwaukee are kind of the the obvious. LA. Oh yeah, L.A. LA's. Sorry, what am I talking about? Yeah, he's gonna go with Braun to L.A. We'll see what Kanye tweets. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Christ. remember that?
2: I do remember that. I do. I just <laughs> I muted Kanye off my timeline, but shouts to Kanye for always somehow being in the news. He's like Taylor Swift. Both of them, ever ends.
1: Uh, yeah, they're they're intertwined. Um, what was it? Chris Paul and Kim Kardashian. Uh, correct. From uh, the lovely. stop. <laughs> They're like, we didn't come here for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think this is going to be a super active summer or a uh, kind of a lot of hype, but not as active for as, the Warriors? As
2: or do you think, or do you think overall in the NBA?
1: We'll go. Let's we'll start league wide. No,
2: I think it'll be active, man. I think game's gone. Um, I think Dame's Ooh. gone. I think, I mean, he's talking, I don't know, he's doing the weird Dame stuff where he's kind of saying he wants to stay if we do this, but he kind of also has friends in Miami, so he wouldn't mind playing in Miami, but if Miami won a championship, I wouldn't want to go there. Dude, just, what are we... T- so I think he's gone, right? And, you know, who knows with LeBron and, and Chris Paul, this stuff. I guess the question is like, does any of this stuff matter, <laughs> right? Does Dame going to to Philly matter? Does Harden going to Houston matter? Does CP3 going to LA matter? How about Kyrie resigning with Dallas? Does that matter? I don't know if any of that stuff matters. When you watch Denver, you're kind of just saying, well, that team just stayed together, picked up a guy, Bruce Brown, and kind of fortified their role players and just is on the cusp of winning championship without the b- bullshit stuff, right? So, but I do think it's going to be, I do think it's going to be crazy. Then you got Toronto, the Masai Jerry. what's he doing? Nobody what a looks troll,
1: what, what a troll, bro. I mean, it's, it just
2: <laughs> never ends with him. This week's Light Years Podcast brought to you by Game Time. Last month, Sam, I was in New York, and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was... Game time, because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football. Basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy. All the above, the game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use light years, L-Y-G-H-T, Y-E-R-S for $20 off your first purchase, terms apply, create an account and redeem code light for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price
1: guaranteed do you think the warriors need to make a big move have to have to
2: have to well, okay I think, let, I think you disagree le, but i think they have to le,
1: le, sorry let me redefine this do you think they need to get a big money player um and when i say a big move i'm talking a siakam an og uh i'm i'm Players who can conceivably make an All Star team.
2: Here's what I think, man. They have to choose between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. They cannot run those two guys back. Um, okay. I know you, you and Kyle uh, two nights ago talked about the Steve Kerr comments with with Draymond. They are kind of mm-hmm. on that show together talking about like, hey, we Miami. I mean, people know what they said. And to me, it feels like a. It's not that they don't like Poole or don't like Kaminga. It, but it feels like if they want to move forward with the correct locker room culture, pick one. And I it just you can't have both of those guys.
1: Trade Paul trade uh pool for Chris Paul. Let's see if kumiga complains ever again. <laughs> uh no I I I like look I agree with you. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like I'm having way too much fun imagining Chris Paul in the world. I mean,
2: Kaminga and Chris Paul. Well, it might actually be. I mean, because look, if someone's gonna get Kaminga that like easy
1: buckets, it's gonna be it's gonna be Corporal yeah. Paul. It's gonna be Corporal. <laughs> it's gonna be Corporal. Paul. He does. He does seem like the type of dude who who only responds to that type of uh, leadership in some ways. So uh, I'm
2: talking myself into it.
1: <laughs> I've 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 talked myself into it. <laughs> but but yeah, to your point, I do think they need to make that decision because this year this year was them just kicking the ball down the road being like, well, maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe it'll work itself out. Even though like, you know, we all have eyes, right? We all saw it wasn't going to. So let's say that let's, let's say, so let's talk through it. Okay. Let's say Jordan's the one they trade. Okay. Um, Certainly that's what Steve wants. That's what Steph wants. (laughs) That's what Trayvon wants. Um, But I'm inclined to think Steph Curry will win out. In this sort of conversation, I do think if the Warriors trade Jordan Poole, it's more likely going to be like a Wiggins trade where they get someone that, like, maybe you're not excited about on paper. Like, I, I just don't think they're gonna do Jordan Poole and picks for Siakam. Uh, it'd be nice, but it's not gonna happen, you know?
2: So, okay. So you're saying – are you saying more like an Ananobi type or are you more saying like – because I, I don't think they'll do the pool for like a couple players, like a couple contracts. I think that's the last thing they want to do is they want to trade him for like a couple that's of just, guys making 15 mil, right, or a guy making 25 and another guy. Like I don't think they want to do that. I'm with you. I, I'm actually – I think they want to do the can we move him a pick in Kaminga or someone like that and get a Siakam. I think that's what they, they this- want to the splash.
1: Interesting. I think it's more likely that they move him for someone who's undervalued right now. Maybe I'm wrong. It's just tended to be the way that they, you it know, is. they made the trade for Andrew Bogut when he was injured. We all knew Bogut had talent, but like no one knew, you know, if his leg was functional, quite frankly. Um, they're the Wiggins trades, obviously, Bob's trademark, you know. Um, and so if that's kind of the way you're going about it, I think you're looking at, you know, and we joke about Orlando all the time, but I think you're looking at these type of, you know, a team like an Orlando who's under the cap, a team like Houston, a team like San Antonio, Detroit, uh, Utah, Indiana, one of these teams where the Warriors can take back less money and maybe get someone, who they think is a better fit and who's undervalued. The obvious name is like Markel Fultz, right? I don't know who's more talented, uh, Fultz or Poole. I mean, yeah, it's not close. Is it? I don't know. I, I think
2: I think if you're Orlando, maybe you mm-hmm. don't want to take the ball out of Franz and, and Paolo's hands that much. But I think if you're Orlando, you're looking at it like, can we get a guy, that can we get a kid that can get us 20 points, get us easier offense? like, And then we can surround him with great defensive players. If I'm Orlando, I could talk myself into that. And if you're the
1: Warriors, you might look at Markel Fultz's former number one pick. Didn't live up to the hype, but a very smart. He's a player who might buy into a role better, right? Like the way Wiggins, I don't know. Wiggins is not going to get 50 the way D'Lo did, but Wiggins does a bunch of things that matter more to winning in the context of the Warriors than um what D'Angelo Russell did. I know you hated D'Lo, but you know, the guy could, the guy can get buckets. Um, I feel like that's like the more obvious path. Not obvious. I just, that's, I think it's where he's going to land. If, if I, think anything they've done in the past matters. Because maybe
2: Orlando likes him a lot. Because, I mean, in or Indiana's on this list. If we can go back to old Reliable that we talked about and back in the 2020 days, like we talked about Miles Turner.
1: Bro, <clears I don't> every, <throat> everyone's traded for Miles Turner, theoretically, <laughs> on their show. Every fan base, every <laughs> fan base, every
2: podcast. And, I mean, if Miles Turner would be a nice um, guy that you could put next to Draymond, how would that work with Turner, Draymond, Looney? I don't know. But that's someone that stretch five good defensive player i don't know why my indiana would do it would they talk themselves into it they have halliburton who's a great point guard um yeah but, but halliburton's like the
1: perfect point guard to put next to jordan Poole, right because he can Poole, defend yeah and you know. and like he'll set him up and then Poole right. can just cook instead of like where's pool gotten in trouble trying to actually like think the game and get other players going
2: Sure. Like that's, um, that's someone, that's something that maybe Indiana can talk themselves into. Um, And then we talked about Toronto and you've got some other names, San Antonio. I don't see anything there. I don't, they're not going to trade Devin Vassell. Keldon. I don't want Keldon. Right. But Vassell's like a perfect. <laughs> I forgot how much you hate. I watch him, dude. He's a chucker. He doesn't defend. Vassell's the guy, but why would San Antonio get rid of Vassell? They, they can, they can win now with, with Wemby in a couple of years. Right. So like, that doesn't seem like a Detroit's got, too many. Young, it's just young players
1: on that team, right?
2: Somebody throws out Utah. I mean, maybe that's one with with Kelly Allen, re- Sexton,
1: but that's rough. I mean, that's a rough. I, don't, I really don't like Sexton, but
2: I mean, neither. It's a lot of money too, a lot of years. I mean, just uh, ugh. Ugh.
1: yeah. Okay, let's let's talk through your scenario. Your scenario is more of the all right. Let's compile, pool Kuminga, throw in the nineteen. You know, I so I don't get my Christian Braun. Um, and I don't know, maybe something like that to like, go get something more substantial. You think I, that's sir or- I,
2: I think that would be there. So I think it's that they, cause the difference between, I think the Andre trade, the Bogut move as well as the, the Wiggins move is that the Warriors got to figure out the way to win today. They can't get an Andrew Wiggins and then go, okay, like maybe this will work. Maybe this won't. And let's try it out. The Warriors this offseason have to make a move where it's, yeah, this will put us back on the map. And some people are going to argue that the Warriors don't need to do anything to get back on the map. They just need to find a couple vet guys, maybe a couple minor trades, a couple role players, and they'll be right back in there. But from my perspective, I do think they've got to take a swing at someone like Siakam where it's he can actually you know he will be able to be the second or third best player on a championship team. And can you get that guy? I mean, it'll probably be, like you said, Paul Kaminga, 19th, and, like, another pick or two, depending on if he extends or whatever, right? But, like, that's a, that's a name that they'd have to go after. I don't even know who else. Like, I look at – somebody mentioned Zach Levine. Like, that's a star name, but that's not a star player for the Warriors. Like, that's not someone the Warriors should have, right? You just, I know you agree with that. So, how many guys are there that
1: they can actually
2: get as a true, no, true, true, true star player? It does. It
1: it does feel like and we you know we're getting into draft stuff um it does feel like toronto is the team to watch and by proxy i think portland is the team to watch because i think it's more likely they trade 3 to try to get dame help and if they do that whatever they want to yeah you can agree with disagree all you want but i think they'll do it
2: um, you think they'll trade it? You think they'll trade the third pick. You think they'll trade
1: Scoot for help? Wow! I think it's more likely they trade the number three for Siakam than they trade Dame for like the poo-poo platter. And all I'm trying to say is, wow. For Warrior fans, you'd rather they trade Dame because that takes a team out of the mix for you to acquire Siakam. Because end of the day, if they're right. willing to trade like Scoot that's better than the Warriors offer. I'm sorry. It just is, you know? Yeah. Um. So it's like, you want to take that out of the picture. Uh, but I, but I kind of agree with you. I want to, if you are to ask me Toronto and, and Portland, and there's a couple other teams there. I think those are the ones we, we got to keep our eye on in terms of warrior moves. Yep. Right. We got a voicemail. I want to get to this. And then we can get out of here.
2: Hey guys, just a question I wanted to bring up. So, even if the Warriors trade pool, I think they have a big philosophical issue. And I was wondering how
1: they would deal with
2: that. I think that issue is that, uh, the ball needs to go through Draymond's hands for him to be effective. Um, and how do you really fix that other than getting the stretch big?
0: The ball, he can't really do anything off ball. So what, how are they going to, How are they going to
1: fix that? Okay. I'll take a first stab at it. So, look, if they get a proper stretch big like Otto Porter was, like we know that works because we saw it work, right? But they could also get a type of big who can actually put pressure on the rim through athleticism. Uh, The Warriors were able to play Draymond and JaVale in the past together. They've been able to play Draymond and Kuminga, who's a wing who cuts, together. I mean, he's not, not the greatest at it, but, like, the idea works, right? So, to me, they just need to get a threat for the front court, and it could be a shooter, could be a, a cutter, could be a guy who can do it himself out the bounce, but they need someone who can play in the front court who who's a threat to score in some way.
2: You know who's a good threat to score in some way that the Warriors can trade for? Pascal Siakam. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's just, you're right. You're right. Schematically, that will always be the issue. It is always good. How many years has this happened where it's going to be Draymond playing traffic cop? I mean, KD was sick of it. I mean, it's just, it's just, you're running two guys at Steph. And, but there's a reason why, listen, if Steph didn't like it, he wouldn't vouch for Draymond. He wouldn't want to play with Draymond. Hell, Draymond wouldn't get an extension that he's probably going to get for the Warriors if Steph didn't want it. Like It's pretty simple that a lot of stuff that the Warriors deal with with Draymond is because, I mean, one, he's he's pretty good still, but two, is because Steph is okay with it. And um, they're going to keep dealing with it. They just got to find better players around him to do that. You're right. I mean, Otto Porter is a really good example. Even Bielitza is an example. He like, doesn't have to be a, a rim runner stretcher. It could just be a stretch four slash five. Hilariously enough, Pasco Yakum's kind of both. Maybe more of an ISO stretch type of player. Yeah, the shots. Uh, this,
1: sh- the shots. Yeah, the shots streaky. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, you know, I mean I it's, it's, a, it's a lot of ISO. It's a lot of like. It, it, but it, he
1: can, but he can take it to the rim. Yeah, I mean, he can do that, which is you know more than you can say for some of their other options. I mean, can you imagine him Wiggins Clay? I mean, just just
2: that's nasty with Draymond, right? Like that. That's just yeah. that's nasty defensively. That's you've got scoring and you, you, it just fits. Everything fits. Other than that, though, it's probably just finding that the Warriors never found a stretch five. Their, guy, their stretch five this season was Jermichael Green, <laughs> who who'd they who Tony they, Lamb, right, was Tony Lamb. And the reason why, you know, he played so much was because he could shoot it better than some of these other guys, or at least he, 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 he kept he well. kept hitting shots. Yeah, he's he the, he the only guy who could hit shots in the front court. Yeah, right. And so that's why that's, you know, one of the reasons why Kirk kept playing him. So. Schematically, philosophically, I mean, to the core, it is an issue. It's always been though. Um, they just gotta find. They've just gotta hit. And now, you know, I guess you can say Bob Myers has it's been hit or miss with some of these guys. Last year he hit with with the role players. This year he missed with the role players. Um, now they've got Mike Dunlevy running the show, right? So let's
1: see what allegedly allegedly they what have is, not.
2: Any. Who? What is taking so? I, I assume maybe they're just doing contract negotiations because you can't hire anyone else now. It's mid June. Think-
1: At this point, I just think they're just um, messing around because they think it could give them an advantage. (laughs) I
2: I mean, like if if Masai calls you, he's picking up the phone. Joe,
1: (laughs) 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 no, you're you're right. Like, I mean, it's it's uh, Mike was already his number two. So, uh, I don't know. Are you worried about that? Are you worried that we haven't got the press conference and you know the the full court press, the Raymond Ritter leak where you know you get you get like 18 people tweeting at the same time um bob myers says he couldn't have signed this guy without mike dunleavy or whatever
2: i refuse to believe that the warriors are this much of a mess right like they're not the oakland a's right they're not your oakland a's they're not the they're not these teams that are just a kind of a shit show i refuse to believe that at this point they're, they're that much of a shit show where they just don't have the the nucleus behind myers under mm-hmm. myers to to figure it out i don't I don't know. They, they're they're proven. These guys are proven enough. It's not. It's not like Myers was doing ninety nine percent of the work. No, no GM
1: does. So he's a, he's in the gym with Jimmy Butler at three a.m. What are you talking <laughs> about? I saw. Uh,
2: by the way, I saw your guy Trent Williams works out at 3, two a.m. By
1: the way, like that's his. time. That's I,
2: I, he said. <laughs> that's what he said. What, what the fuck said? are you doing at two a.m.? <laughs> it's workout time for big big Trent. What he he might give
1: us. He might give us a heart attack at a.m. <laughs> That's not a good. That's not good luck. Um, uh, the Niners are having a rough offseason, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see. All right, we're out of here. We'll be back Sunday, guys. Appreciate everyone, per usual. Mm-hmm.